Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiakos, I said, you're a pretty good direct, my friend. I can't speak, you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Gate 7 International. It seems like our connectivity issues are not here anymore, fingers crossed. Hopefully everything has been sorted. Uh, we're not IT guys. We're, we're just a couple of journalists here. Just a couple of sports journalists here. I'm Costas Llanos. Costas with a K or call me whatever you like. And I have the amazing honor of being joined by my esteemed colleague and friend, Marcial Debo from La Nouvelle République and Olympiacos Efer. Marcial, how are you tonight? Well, since uh, I'm, I'm okay. I had the time to take a quick nap, so I'm full of energy. Oh, you had you had a nap. Amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Ready to go. I'm loving this, my friend. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Really, really sorry about those connectivity issues. We're just getting to know how to run this show ourselves, me and Marcial. But you know what? I have a, I have a good feeling about this. I think we're going to have a, a top show today. And we have quite a treat for you because tonight, me and Mar Marcial and I, Marcial, not me and Marcial, Marcial and I are going to take you through all the players we think Olympiacos should keep, loan, sell. We're looking at players whose future at Olympiacos is uncertain, and we're going to decide who we keep, who we loan, who we sell. Guys, we need you on the comment section. We need you to tell us what you think throughout this show, because your opinion is what matters the most. But a bit of housekeeping before we, uh, we get the show on the road. Guys, like and subscribe if you haven't done this already. Spread the word. You have no idea how much this helps in the algorithm to extend the Olympiacos community, the international community. Guys, we're being watched by every single uh, every single continent in the world, bar Antarctica. I don't know. Maybe there's a scientist in Antarctica watching us on, on their downtime. Not sure about that yet, but we are definitely being watched by every single continent in the world. Spread the word. Let's let's grow this community. Let's make this channel bigger. We are your biggest, your number one source for your number one English source for Libyacos news. Uh, guys, show us some love, and we we swear, we promise you, we are going to do the exact same thing here, and we're only going to be giving you the best best content in this uh, in this channel. And guys, obviously, uh, our our dearest dearest uh, dearest uh, promoters. For those of you that may be looking to ship, whether you're shipping from the Gated 7 International. Oh, I got the I got the wrong one up. Guys, sorry, live. This is live right now. Ship with Piraeus International. Guys, for those of you that may be looking to ship, whether you're shipping from the United States, from the UK, from Australia, anywhere in Europe, because you're trying to move to Greece or anywhere else, then give your friends a give our friends a call at Piraeus International. They can handle all of your trans shipping needs internationally, whatever it needs to be, whether it's gotta be whether, whether wherever it's gotta go, then get in touch with www.piraeusintl.com. Again, that's www.piraeusintl.com or call them on 410-675-4696. Again, 410-675-4696. 
That's 410-675-4696. And guys, if you want to get to, to bet along with us, then use our promo code GATE7INTL at BetUS.com. Guys, that is BetUS.com.pa. Share your bets with us. We will give you guys. Guys, a lot of insight that will help you make better bets. With the World Cup coming up, my God, the World Cup is so close. With the World Cup coming up, we have some fun segments planned as well where we're gonna, we can help you make bets and hopefully help you guys make a bet of moolah. Again, the promo code is GATE7INTL. You can see it underneath. And you can use it at, bet, at betus.com.pa. We also put posts on socials with a link that will help you directly to the page you have to go to. And you can enter... The information there. My God, I cannot believe I'm, I, I did all of that. But you know what? It's only the third show I'm, I'm hosting. Marcial, I'm so glad to have you over. And I'm so glad the first half of the season is over. My God, this has been, this has been exhausting. Uh, Marcial, my friend, the floor is yours. Tell me, what, what did you think about the first half of the season so far? I think you said the, the perfect word, which is exhausting because... I, I, I can't just remember everything we have been through uh, since uh, this summer because I was, I have to say, I was very excited when the preseason uh, started with Martins because for a lot of Olympiacos fans, the, the preseason is the, 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 the time where we can see new players, we can see friendlies, we can, le- we can see st- stuff like that. But I think if we take a look back at the preseason, some hints were there that this, the the first half was going to be chaotic. Like I, I don't I don't remember, especially the friendlies, but I, I remember Martins changing the lineup everything every time, and then we got we got injuries, and then we Martins was sacked after the high fast loss, which which was I think it was the first trauma of the summer. Yeah. I think we, we have we we have forgotten how tragic that night was because we have lived many more tragic nights after that. And well it's just I'm so glad that all of this is over because <laughs> it I, I can't it's it's very difficult to say how how hard it was for us Olympiakos fan to live every every step of that, like not having players uh registered for Europe, having 40 players in the roster, 12 points ahead of Panathinaikos, no wins in Europe. And it's, from, from my point of view, because I, I would say I'm a new Olympiakos fan compared to, to you or to a lot of people that listen to that podcast, but I don't recall a period like that. It was mistake after mistake after mistake disappointment after disappointment and stuff and i think to to you it reminds you of some tragic years of olympiacos but to me i just can't recall difficult years like that i had to face as an olympiacos fan well i mean you're not wrong marcial i mean the thing is i became an olympiacos fan in 1999 when i was nine when i was nine years old uh uh, Olympiacos underwent a period called the Petrinachronia, which we have yet to find uh, a good translation. Guys, those of you guys watching us, which we appreciate so much, can you please try and bring, uh, come up uh, f- come up with a good translation for Petrinachronia? We really need, stone years is stupid. 
We need a good translation, guys. Help us out. Olympiacos hadn't won the title for 10 years. And uh, ever since then, that, that whole thing ended in 1996 when we won the title in 1997. Uh, I gotta say, Marcial, there were two periods when Olympiacos didn't, three years when Olympiacos didn't win the title up until now. Uh, one year they finished fifth, but they still made it to the last 16 of the Champions League. They won four out of six derbies before they capitulated uh, in the playoffs, but they also beat Panathinaikos twice, and Panathinaikos were strong. They won the double that season. Then it's the uh, the Hasi year, the 2017-2018 season, where Olympiacos still made it to the um, they made it to the to the Champions League group stage, and they made it quite easily against Partizan and Rijeka. Then it was the Martins year, which was the first year, and you know, yes, they didn't win anything, but they did well in Europe. We saw some good football. Uh, there was something growing there. Like it was the slump years. Mike Scob, Mike Scob. I'm loving this. The slump years. I'm going this. Finally. Thank you so much, Mike. Excellent work. Excellent work, Mike. Uh, so basically, I cannot remember such a bad start, middle, and hopefully not ending. But so far, the, the, the numbers, Martial, are damning. Like 12 European games, zero wins. Uh, three consecutive losses in the Europa League at Karaiskaki. Remember when that used to be a fortress? And zero wins out of derbies. Zero wins out of out of three derbies. Is it three? No, four derbies if you count Daris as well. Uh, yeah. This has been exhausting, Martial. Uh, uh, a team that has been created by three different managers. It was it was not it, it was the wrong decision to keep Pedro Martins. He should have never gotten that extra contract. He should have left as a winner. It was obviously the team was uh, was, was in a slump. Uh, they needed to bring in a manager to do the preseason, a new manager, a project manager, probably, you know, build the team as he likes, bring the players he likes, get rid of the players he doesn't like. And now we're just, it's an inflator, inflated roster filled with all sorts of different players. We have like four left backs. We have God knows how many number tens. And uh, yeah. I think you're going to agree with me, my friend. It's time for a change, isn't it? Of course, it's time, it's time for a change. And I think I, I I have one part inside of me that kind of enjoy where where a club uh, is ready to clean every, the mess. You know what I mean? Like get rid of so many players we we would have kept before because we supposed we needed them. Like for ex I don't want to name players, but when the club is in a bad situation and it, the club sometimes they need that to realize how fucked they are. Like how many bad choice they have made in the summer and this is the exact situation Olympiacos is right now and I wouldn't say it's enjoyable for fans because uh, I, I do not enjoy to be a third third of the of the of the championship I will 12 points less than Panathinaikos but the, the thing I kind of appreciate is that uh, the club is ready to cut to, to cut some players to make big change and Especially to make players leave the club, and I, I, I would I would have to to check the numbers, but how many players really left the club in the past year under Martins? Like key players, I mean, uh, players that had a whole role in the team, and not not so many because Madi Kamara left this summer, but it stayed too much, and we will have the debate on Cisse, for example, later on the show, and this is the kind of players that right now has to leave because the, the circle has ended and uh, 
Yes, maybe it's uh, time for Olympiacos to uh, for a new start. But I, I think we have we have said that so many times this season. Okay, it's it's a new start. With Corbelan, it was supposed to be a new start. With Mitchell, it was supposed to be one two. So let's see what happens. Well, we're 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 definitely gonna gonna see what happens, um, Mike. Uh, you were going to say the F word before the derby, didn't you? Yes, I was about. I was thinking, should I say three or four derbies? Because apparently, a derby with Aris is a, a a game with Aris now is a derby. I don't know why. I mean, in Greece, I have no idea why. Uh, I don't. I have no idea what, what what makes a derby anymore. In England, it has to do with uh, history and uh, location. What about France, Martial? I mean, do you call Paris Saint Germain versus Marseille or uh, a derby? Well, yeah, we we call that the Clásico, how the Spanish does with the Real Madrid and Barcelona, but it, it, I think it's uh, more of uh, rivalry. Uh, when you come, for example, to Olympiacos and Aris, it's main, mainly sport rivalry. I would say, like the top clubs of the country facing each other, yeah, compared yeah, to exactly. a real derby that would be uh, Olympiacos against Panathinaikos, for example. I see what you mean. I see what you mean, buddy. Uh, just one last question before we uh, get the show on the road, before we uh, we show you the slides of players whose, uh, whose future at Olympiacos is uncertain, and we're going to see who we keep, who we sell, who we loan. Uh, I had a chat with Nikos Dabizas not long ago, I think almost years ago. Uh, he used to be a technical advisor at Panathinaikos and Olonia, if I'm not mistaken. So he has a very good idea of how, you know, how to approach a January transfer window. And he said in January, what you need, the January window is there for two weeks, not there to build a team. So having said that, do you think, how do you think Olympiacos are going to approach this transfer window? Do you think they're just going to look for tweaks? Do you think they're going to go for a rebuild? Because I mean, a rebuild mid-season, isn't that a huge risk? To, to me, in January, January market is not the market that I like because either you're going to, you're going to have to buy someone that is uh, not playing elsewhere and is looking for a solution to get out of this club, which means probably out of shape or at least not at full pace in terms of fitness. And this is not a, a rhythm. We, this is not a risk we, we want to take at Olympiacos. But we need to get rid of players. And on this uh, side, January market is very interesting because you can offload a lot of players. And the Olympiacos rejects, if I can say that, will turn into opportunities for other clubs. The, 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 big, the big question is, will Olympiacos go after those rejects elsewhere? And I'm kind of afraid that we are going throw after, for those players. And I'm really curious to see which centre-back we are targeting right now to, to fulfill the gap created by... Socrates injuries, injury, but mm. I'm, I'm just expecting a lot of departures and I would be okay to give Mitchell uh, the, the coaching until the end of the season with like 20 players. If he includes uh, Endoy, for example, which he's already doing, and for example, Dabo from the B team, maybe Leitner, mm -hmm. uh, he already has a lot of players to bounce back in the league. He just needs to have less players in the roster. And that's why I'm not expecting the club to, to bring a lot of players. But 
uh, inside of me, I know that the club will do that. I'm afraid of the club doing that. Yes. Uh, just, a, just a quick one here, Martial. A little uh, message from Look At My Eyes DC. Martial won't like this, but I think Valbuena needs to also leave. He's too old, keeps getting injured, and can't play more than 20 minutes. Uh, Martial, the floor is all yours. Well, I think he will leave at the end of the season because he, he renewed for one year. and I, I don't see Valbuena leaving in January. I, uh, I think it, it, it doesn't make sense because, as the, the, the guy said, he's injured, so he's not playing. And he probably won't play more than 10 times until, uh, until June. So he probably realized, and the club probably realized, that there is no other year possible for Valbuena uh, in this position. I mean, playing for Olympiacos uh, on a regular basis. But it could also apply maybe for Al Arabi. Even if I think that Al Arabi is uh, now that we can see him play, you can see that he's uh, in a better condition compared to this summer because like, he, he can run more easily, he can run faster, longer. Um, but yeah, Valbuena, of course, is probably the end of the, the cycle for him too. Well, I mean, there's no point in getting rid of Valbuena in January. He's been quite an impact player from the bench. I think he brings a lot to, to, in the locker room as well in terms of leadership, in terms of experience. His pre it's a strong presence right there. I think there's been a chat about him uh, taking over in a more of an official role after he's done with Olympiacos. Like, he's not going to join, like, the MLS or, or Saudi Arabia or the Middle East or Australia or anything like that or China. I think his career is coming to an end. He had an interview where he, where he admitted he's afraid of that moment when his career comes to an end. But, yeah, I mean, he has – his contract runs out uh, in June – and I do feel like Olympiacos are targeting for a rebuild right now. Mitzel likes the younglings. I feel like whether Mitzel stays or not, Olympiacos will want to take that kind of direction with the likes of Doi, with the likes of Kalogeropoulos already. Hopefully Surlis, hopefully Dabo. Both of them looking really good. Uh, let's see what happens. But you know what? Let's have a look now. I mean, we promised the, uh, we promised the, uh, the people it's keep, sell, loan time. Right, so guys, we made you a list of players whose uh, future is uncertain at Olympiacos. Marcial and I are going to go through it. Uh, and obviously, we need you guys. You're the most important part here. You need to tell us on the comments section what you think about this particular player. Should we keep that player? Should we sell that player? Should we loan that player? Obviously, when it comes to loanees, there's no sell. There's no loan. So, it's, uh, so we translate that to get rid of. So let's get to this show on the road. Two seconds, guys, because I'm reminding you this is live TV and this is only the third time I'm hosting. So here we go. First, Weijo Huang on loan from Nottingham Forest. Martial, let's start with you. What do you think about Weijo Huang? Well, I think the, the answer is quite easy because he probably take Holy's package from Ranty and won't come back ever to the to the to Olympiacos headquarters. So, of course, he, he has to go because he's probably one of the biggest disappointments of this team, of this summer market, if I put aside Marcelo and Versalico, because uh, I, we, we were all expecting better. Like, he, he just didn't score with Olympiacos. It says it all. 11 games, no goal. 
There is no debate for me. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, this has been quite a transfer flop right now. I mean, everybody expects Weijo to be uh, a major addition. He came in with uh, with, uh, with with great expectations, yeah, and very high regard. Uh, zero goals. I mean, it's already we're already through. We already reach uh, the halfway. The half. We're already halfway through the season, and uh, there's no goals right now. And this is really bad for a center forward. I mean, we had this conversation so many times. What was that game where Conrad set him up in front of open goal and he missed? Was that the only Uh No, I think it was against. I think it was against Pasianina. Uh, yes, when he gave the assist to Pep Beal. And then he missed the the, the sitter, uh, in, like with with no one inside the, the the nets. But I saw a comment, and I think it's the answer, the part of the part of the answer, because uh, I think he didn't want to come to Olympiacos at first, and it just came because he probably had no other option to. He had no nowhere else to go because. Bordeaux, his team was looking for money and Nottingham was probably the only club willing to pay a fee that high for him. So this is the kind of transfer we have to stop at Olympiacos. And because if the players, if the player does not want to come, it, it, it won't work on the field. And I think the same applies for De La Fuente because he was probably not that keen to come for Olympiacos straight from a French club. So young, I mean. Well, I mean, it's a tricky situation with Wijo uh, uh, because he's on loan. So that means Olbiakos cannot loan him. They cannot sell him. They can send him back to Nottingham. But this club also belongs to Vagelis Marinakis. And Vagelis Marinakis, well, he is in a tight corner because on one hand, Olbiakos are struggling in Greece. And Olbiakos are supposed to be the ones who are not going to struggle this season. Olbiakos are the ones who are supposed to win this league with, uh, uh, with minimum effort, like they've been doing for God knows how many years with, a, with just a, some small breaks. Uh, and on the other hand, Nottingham Forest are battling for survival, which I mean that shouldn't shock anyone. Uh, we had uh, Paul, we had Paul Taylor here not too long ago. We had Tails here, and he said it from the get-go before the season began. It's all about surviving for Nottingham. It's all about avoiding relegation this season. So two wars in two different two different fronts. I cannot see Juan going back to, uh, to Nottingham, man. So I think Juan is staying at Olympiacos until the end of the season. Uh, in my opinion, so we agree, but but we agree, Marcial, Olympiacos should get rid of him, but I don't think they are. I think they're just going to keep him until the end of the season. Hopefully, he's going to get a goal. I don't know, maybe against uh, uh, maybe against Atromitos in the cup. What do you think? <sighs> well, I think <laughs> maybe if he can score some goal at the World Cup, like find back, find some confidence back, and. If, but that's a big if, if he has to play for Olympiacos again, and if he scores on the on his uh, second debut, if I can say that, maybe he can change many things because strikers, they leave for the goal. And uh, I, I won't uh, repeat the sentence of Ronaldo with the goals and ketchup. You probably all know the sentence, but once the, the, the strikers are scored a goal, like goals came like, really quickly because it could it could unlock so many things but I think he has more chances to come back to, to Nottingham and not playing rather to stay at Olympiacos and not playing I wonder which situation he would he would, he would he would choose between those two he's going to play in the World Cup I don't know maybe he's going to have a sick World Cup 
Well, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath, but you never know. Just a very quick one here. Something not related to this topic. What's going on with Gustavo Scarpa? We keep getting fe fed lies by the media. Well, guys, I mean, last I heard from Scarpa was last summer. And what I knew, what, based on my sources, I heard that he was coming to Olympiacos. Uh, it hasn't materialized yet. His contract comes up in January. Uh, now we're hearing that he's going to Nottingham. Olympiacos are just filled with number 10s, guys. I mean, this is not a priority for Olympiacos. Um if, if he's going anywhere, if he's one of those two, I think it looks likelier that he's going to Nottingham right now. I don't know if you have anything about on that, Martial. Well, I as has I'm has a real Olympiacos fan uh, concerning this topic. I mean, I just can't understand what happened at the beginning. Like, I mean, what was the idea of signing a players like that, which is a very good player, by the way, but. If you sign someone like that who is running out of contract in January, you make sure that one once he will came to, to your club, you will have some space for him. Like you, you don't bring Scarpa to be on the bench, or you don't bring Scarpa either it's in Olympiacos or Nottingham to be the, the second choice, the third choice, because he he had just won the title in Brazil. He's one of the biggest uh Opportunity in Brazil. I, I won't say it's is the biggest prospect, but it's probably one of the biggest opportunity in Brazil right now. So you need to make space for him. And when I look at Olympiacos, obviously there is no space for Scarpa right now. But when I take a look at Nottingham, there is no space hazer for him in England. So <laughs> I wouldn't be Scarpa at the moment right now because I mean he, he's he reasonably uh could he play, be playing for Nottingham right now? I'm not so sure about that. I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah, I speak about level, getting into the, the, the tactic, the, the, the team. I don't know. Well, I mean, indeed, Nick. I mean, Nottingham have picked up on form. Hopefully, they're going to make it through. I think they can. I think they have what it takes because they're all those late transfers, those many late transfers, they're starting to gel. They're start, starting to... Uh, to come together and they're really good transfers, really good players. I think, yeah, they have what it takes to uh, to keep them in the Premier League. Scarpa has confirmed he's joining Forest. Guys, we've heard that before in the summer as well, and he still didn't join Forest last summer. I think it's more of a case that he's confirmed he's joining a, a, a Marinaiki side. And yeah, like I said, it's probably going to be uh, Nottingham Forest. Moving on, AK-47, that is Abubakar Kamara, who has had exactly... Zero impact at Olympiacos. Uh, Marcial, opinion. Do we keep, sell, or loan? First of all, I have to say that uh, uh, before he signed for Olympiacos, and at first when I saw the rumors about uh, Martins wanting to bring this player to Olympiacos, I was like, okay, this is not really the kind of striker I would love to see uh, at Olympiacos because... I really enjoyed Tiquinho. I think he was really underrated because... I agree so much with what you just said. I agree so much. Uh, even Hassan, too, was probably the most reliable second choice we have had at Olympiacos since a long time. Uh, but coming back to Camara, I remember watching him with Aris doing very good games. And, and I was like, okay, maybe he, can he, can he could bring something different, like... Uh, Moth Pig, Moth Pig, sorry, playing more in depth. And uh, the fact that I think I, I don't remember what he did in the summer, like the preparation, 
must have been terrible for him because I think he was injured and I was in not when he came in on the pitch. And I realized at that time I realized that it was probably the, the last time we are going to we are going to see him play with Olympiacos because it was so tragical, like out of shape, out of everything, not even not being able to control the ball, not being able to do basic stuff about football. And I was like, there is no way someone uh, like that can bounce back at Olympiacos because everything around him was so tragical that obviously when you pay a fee for a product like that, I, I don't know if it's 5 million, I don't know if 2.5 million, but it doesn't matter at the end because when you pay money for a striker at Olympiacos, the pressure that he gets is so huge that there's no way he can stay after what he did uh, in the since this summer. So for me, it, it has to be a sell. Like a loan is not needed for Camara because there is no way he has a future at Olympiacos. Yeah, I mean, here's a player who's had zero goals, zero assists, uh, absolutely no no impact. No, didn't convince at all that he deserves a place in the starting lineup. Uh, there are tr- it is true that there are reports suggesting that uh, he's going to be sold back to Aris and Olympiacos are going to bring Mancini over. There's another number 10 who can also play on the wing. Uh, yeah, I mean, no future at Olympiacos. Definitely not a keep for me as well. Do I sell or loan? Um Listen, guys, I mean, I don't know if Olympiacos can sell him for a good price. Maybe they could sell him back at Aris uh, for at least the money they paid to bring him in or two-thirds maybe. Just try and try, try and cut your loss as much as you can. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, this is a, a roster that needs to be deflated, guys. This is a roster that needs to be decreased right now. Camara, in my opinion, is just taking space. It's definitely offload. I'd much prefer a sell. A friend of mine who uh, who's a Fulham supporter, former colleague at the at the Daily Star and the Daily Express, Alex Harris, he did tell me that uh, Camara could be good for us in Greece. Nothing in Europe. He was half right. We saw nothing in Europe. Hasn't been too right, too good for Greece. I think to me that's a sell. Hopefully a sell. If not, maybe even a loan would be good just to um, deflate the roster, have smaller numbers, see if that uh, if if a smaller. Uh, quantity of players could gel. Yeah. Now, moving forward, Marios Vrusai. Uh, there's a player who wasn't even supposed to be at Olympiacos. Uh, Pedro Martins cut him from the squad. He had him training on his own, along with some other players at Dredi after the, uh, before the team left for Austria. But then, obviously, came Carlos Corberan, then Mitzel, and he slowly earned his way back into the team. Uh, most uh, most often playing uh, at uh, playing as a fullback, um, he's had a pass accuracy of eighty two point four percent, seven shots, uh, nineteen touches in the penalty area, uh, no goals, no assists so far. Martial, what do you think? Well, to me, it's someone that we should keep because first of all, he's Greek, uh, then he's coming from our academy, uh, which which are two conditions that has to be taken into, uh, into, into uh, consideration because, uh, because we, don't have, we don't have that much players coming from the academy. So, uh, yeah, and I would keep him because he could play. I mean, play is a big, big, big word, but he has shown that he could play as a left back, as a right back, as a winger. Uh, of course, it, I wouldn't... He, I wouldn't be him to be a starter 
because I don't see him being able to be a starter for Olympiacos. Uh, I had higher hopes when he came back from William II on, uh, of his loan, but uh, I think unless we have an offer from him, we should keep him because this is not a player you have you has to resign in January. Of course, in the summer, I would say, okay, just go find your place as elsewhere, maybe abroad. Uh, uh, but now in the middle of the season, this is the this is the kind of guy I I would say you have to you have to keep. It, it, this is not some someone you should keep, but you have to keep him right now because you don't have. Uh, much more solution. Um, also, I, I think he, he kind of understands what Olympiakos means. And when I say that, it's what 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 it means for Olympiakos to be so far away from the first place, what it means for a club like that to disappoint the fans and stuff like that. I think these kind of players, along to uh, Andruzos and maybe Retos too, they understand easily what it takes to bounce back, what it takes to face probably what we have faced in the derby in the last minutes of the game. I mean, this kind of thing you can just understand when you're Greek, uh, when you have been made in Olympiakos. And this is the kind of players we need on the squad, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's a definite keep for me. I mean, guys, I mean, we are halfway through the season. It's the middle of the season. This is not a player you want to get rid of. He can play at fullback. He can play as a winger. He's Greek. He's young. Uh, definitely not to want to get rid of because uh, there are fullbacks, Martial, that, well, you know, they're on their way out. And I think we're going to cover them like uh, really, really soon. So we agree. Keep, right? Yeah. Cool. Right. Next one on our list, Useinu Ba, uh, uh, a man who has become a meme at Olympiacos. Uh <laughs> Uh, 12 matches, 940, 994 minutes played across all competitions, 36 tackles won, 71 interceptions, a pass accuracy of 94.3%, 10 shots blocked, 125 ball recoveries, and, uh, well, already two yellow cards, one red card, and, well, this is a guy that, well, he Knows how to get a red card, especially on a big game. Uh, Marcial, what do we think? <laughs> oh my God, the comments. Oh, it's a tough question because uh, the the rational answer would be a sell because it's it's a way for the club to get money. I think his time at Olympiacos has come to an end because it it's getting difficult for players like Ba, like Cisse, like Camara before. Uh, uh, like Semedo maybe to progress to keep improving after being at the club for so long because Usenuba is, is at the club for quite a long time now uh, and I think he, pro he, he's, he has improved a lot because he came from French second division uh, but yeah of course it's I, I, I'd say I would say it's a sell it's an obvious sell but I won't be so mad uh about Ba or Sol, I don't, I don't know what, how to say that. I mean, he has some characteristic we need for a center back. Like he tries to do, uh, uh, I don't know the word in English. Like he tries to to pass well the ball when it comes to create from behind. And I think he's he has a 
nice pass accuracy, as you can say on the on the graph. But of course, the the, the card things it's a it's a big issue. So I think a cell would be good for every part. This, yeah, because he needs to go elsewhere to keep improving, to to change from uh, to change maybe his mind or to change the approach. Maybe may, I think maybe he's not made to play for a club that is so uh, powerful in his league. I don't know if you understand what I want to mean, but for a central defender, I see. I think I, yeah, I do. And look how Cisse came back from Saint Etienne. Because Saint Etienne was struggling for salvation when he get, when he goes to when he went to France, and when he came back to Olympiacos, remember how good he was when he came back to us. And I think Ba for his career, he needs that. He needs to go somewhere else, in a club that is not the leader of the league. Because as a centre back, this is how you keep improving. And I agree with all the comments about Markovic because uh, until now. Until now, I, I just don't understand what happened with Markovic. It was probably one of the biggest prospects we were allowed to have at the club. I just can't understand because in two years, maybe earlier that, than that, we will have the conversation. What happened with Markovic at Olympiakos? Look at him now. He's playing in the big club or the big league. Uh, yeah, just, I just can't understand what happened. It makes it, I think it's worse and far worse than Leidner's situation right now. I completely understand. I mean, the whole thing about Markovic, I think, is just that Pedro Martins didn't raid him, and I also couldn't, couldn't understand that there was, a, there, was a, there was a player with a ton of talent. Uh, everyone in Serbia could see it, and uh, it, it, it still shows. I mean, the kid is doing really well. As for Ba, I'm gonna be honest with you, Marcial, I've lost patience. Like I said, this guy has become a meme basically, he just Every time he makes a, he gets a yellow card, you just start counting the minute. You look at you, you look at the time on the top corner of your screen, thinking to yourself, "How much time is left? How much time is left? Can we take him off from the pitch right now?" I mean, he's become a liability. Uh, he, he has talent, but there's, I, I think, I think there's something in his mentality. He just can't keep it together. Can't keep a clean, uh, a clear head. I mean, we talked about Gonzalo Avila at the, the Greek derby when he. Uh, in a, well, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, a lot of people could put it any way they want, but the thing is, he did cause a penalty at the end for Panathinaikos. Anything you want to say about the referee? Anyone? We're all, we can. We all have our opinions about the referee. Uh, if Avila is bad at this one time, I think Ba is bad, bad at this at least ten times. I like what you said about the prospect of sending him out on loan and doing a CSE, maybe getting some minutes, maybe getting some experience, maybe uh, growing, maturing. But to me, I think that, uh, in my opinion, I mean, this is it with uh, with Ba. I mean, I, yeah. I I I feel like we 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 got everything we could from Ba. To me, it's a sell, and it's a sell. I mean, if, at the end of the day, cut your losses. Yeah. So, do we agree? Sell. Yes. Awesome, awesome, buddy. Right next, it's well, uh, Marcial. Um, you think about transfer flops. Pauk's biggest transfer flop was Dimitar Berbatov. Uh, Panathinaikos's biggest flop was probably Michael Essien. It's either that or Sidney Govu. Ike's biggest flop, I think, was Rabe Satratana. For Olympiakos, it looks like it's about to be Marcelo. Ewan Labros went to Karaiskaki to watch his presentation. 
did you ever think to yourself that we're going to be having this discussion in November? Well, I would lie if I if I was I was saying that I was expecting that. Uh, but at some point, a lot of people, I guess, a lot of people were scared about Marcelo being not being able to play football anymore, and I think that's just the the conclusion we have to make. It's it's just not able to play football anymore. It's not a matter of giving him more time because he came at the end of August. I mean, he has been a pro player since how many years? Like more than 10 years, 15 years. Do you think that a player that have been in Madrid for many years needs three months to come back at a decent level? I'm not, I'm not saying his best level, but just a decent level. Just look at him. He, he can't. He just can't. I, 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 I would love him to be a starter for Olympiacos, but there's no way it could happen because I don't see any positive evolution. Uh, and I, 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 sometimes I'm just lost for words when I just think about it because the expectations were so high. As you said, I was in the stadium and I just hold, so how happy people were when he just came into Karaiskakis. But we also made a bet on him because he was supposed to be here to play in Europe and he barely played in Europe. I won't say he costed us the, the Europa League campaign, but at, we had to play many games with Ryabchuk and that was not the plan at the beginning. So to me, it's not even a, a sell. It's just getting ring getting rid of the of his contract because we have to stop this nonsense like i don't want to see him posting stories about him going into the training like i mean it, it's it's his job he's well paid to do that and i think i think even the players around him are aware that he can't play anymore for this team and i we can't offer we can't afford to have marcelo coming in as a winger or as a midfighter, as he did in the last European game he played in. It's been a great disappointment, Martial, and I'll tell you why I think that's a great disappointment, because when he joined up, I thought that he could work as a great... Finally, Oleg Reabchuk would have great competition. Finally, Oleg would have a reason to work his ass off in training and become the player everyone has been hoping he could become. Uh, it didn't happen. Marcelo proved to be at the twilight of his career, uh, he never started a game. Uh, he, I mean, uh, that game against Nantes at the Karaiskaki, he didn't play as a left back. He didn't play as a left winger. He played as a six or an eight. It's just, yeah. it, it, I mean, it looks like, what is, this, what is this doing for the club? Yes, people are saying he needs to stay because he's promoting the club. He's good for the, for the image. But guys, is that what Olympiacos need right now? Or do Olympiacos need to pay someone handsomely to be um, as an ambassador? He could end his career and become an ambassador, not be a part of the roster. Uh, to me, I mean, it's just not working. Uh, it's, uh, reports are all, are, are all suggesting that he's not going to continue at Olympiacos. They claim there's interest by Turkey. There's interest from the MLS. It's just not working right now, guys. Uh, Olympiacos yeah. need, need fullbacks. They've needed fullbacks since El Abdelawi and, uh, and Simikas um, 
and Simikas left. Olympiacos need fullbacks right now, guys. They don't need an ambassador who's part of the roster right now. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, he needs to go. It's very unfortunate. I was truly hoping this was going to work. I mean, Rivaldo and Giovanni endorsed the guy before they came, he came in, two of the biggest legends of the club's history. So, guys, it's a sell. I mean, I feel like this is over. Hopefully, season preseason 2.0 coming up. He's going to have a preseason with Olympiacos. Maybe he has a bit of it left in the tank, and maybe he can do a Valbuena. But to me right now, that is a sell. Sorry, guys. Apparently, a lot of people want him to stay. Uh, yeah, can't see it anymore. So, moving on. And it's another huge signing, also a fullback. Sime Vresalico, lots of injuries, very little time on the pitch. Zero goals, zero assists. Gonzalo Avila came in as a number two. He ended up being a starter. Sometimes we see Vrusai playing there who's not even a fullback. Well, Marcial, the floor is yours. Uh, yeah, I would say sell too, because the disappointment I have with Rosalico is not the same uh, as I have with Marcelo, because the few times Rosalico was able to play, I think he was okay. I, I wouldn't say he was good, because he just can't run uh, as he did before. But uh, the fact is, the fact is, is too many. Has too many injuries. So if he has to stop playing three games after playing one, I mean, it it, it makes no sense to keep him. And it also forced us to play Avila that much because Avila was was supposed to be a second choice. I mean, the the the, the guy that plays uh, in the league, for example, and. At the end, he had to play probably he had to play back to back game. At uh, he, he almost got injured from that. So, Varsalico and Marcelo to me has to leave because they represent the I, I don't know what to say that maybe the lack of respect Olympiacos shown this summer because we all saw that with the Marcelo at 50 percent, it would be enough to walk on the league, but uh, we saw that. That's, that's not possible in 2022 to uh, have players that have, that aren't 100% uh, ready. And Versalico isn't reliable enough to have a, a contract that big. So, yeah. and, and I agree with the last comment because we also, Andrusos, last games as a right back. And we also, also see the difference between Andrusos and Rosalico, and I almost uh, laughing because I just can't imagine a sentence like that comparing Andrusos as a right back to Rosalico, but that's the reality. That's our reality right now. So I would say to answer the question that he has to go. But unfortunately, it won't be a sale unless he can find an offer uh, in China or Saudi Arabia and countries like that. Well, yeah, I mean, indeed, uh, with Versalico, there are a few caveats involved with this contract. Like, I mean, the guy will have to be sold. I mean, ending his contract will be quite, just ripping his contract apart will be quite bad financially for Olympiacos. But there's a player who's just not offering. He's simply not offering, guys. In his last days at Atletico Madrid, he constantly got injured. He struggled to finish 90 minutes. The writing was on the wall. Olympiacos need fullbacks. I said it before. 
the way I see it, you can finish the season with Avila, you can with Avila and Drutsos and Vrusai at right back. You can finish it with uh, Leidner, Reabchuk, and um, Kutris. I still believe in Kutris at left back. Marcelo, there's a there's a heavy contract with a player that's not giving anything in return, basically. Vrsalico, the same. And we know it's uh, misspelled, by the way. Uh, Tim, if you can sell him, you know, Middle East, uh, Middle East, uh, Australia, China, MLS, that'd be amazing. Don't forget, guys, Baigelis Marinaik is the same guy who sold Lubomir Feisa and uh, Paolo Machado for 15 million euros uh, each back uh, in the previous decade. So, good businessman, uh, knows good agents. I don't know. Hopefully, um, hopefully that could work out. But yeah, so we agree then. Sell, right? Yeah. Excellent. Okay, guys. Uh, just, I mean, we're already almost 50 minutes in. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe. Uh, the, the, this really helps the algorithm. Uh, let's grow this community. The number one English source for Olympiacos. This uh, this channel only works thanks to you. We appreciate all the support you have shown us in the last two years. Let's keep this growing, guys. Let's keep let's let, let's keep growing here. So, who's next here in this uh, in this incredible journey? It's Papsi Se, uh, a player who had an incredible season last season. Many could. Uh, could even suggest that he was Olympiacos's best player, but this season it's it's gone a little static. Uh, Thirteen matches, uh, twelve hundred sixty-five minutes played all across all competitions. Thirty-five tackles, one for seventy-eight interceptions, eighty-seven point one percent of pass accuracy. This season hasn't been really performing for Olympiacos. Everyone expected him to leave. I knew Premier League teams were interested in him. Now he's in the World Cup with Senegal. Uh, maybe he could make an impression there to gain himself uh, a big transfer elsewhere. What do you think, Marcial? Well, I'm really sad to say this because I really love Pap Sisse. Not only the players, but the human being. Mm -hmm. uh, the kindest person you can find. Someone that really loves Olympiacos and is, is not faking that. Uh, because it's really easy to fake that when you're a stranger and you come to Olympiacos. Uh, also, I love the player he is, and let's not let's not forget the season he did last night, last season, sorry, uh, which probably he was the best player of the team. Uh, but the thing is, he just can't improve with Olympiacos anymore because he did. He did whatever was possible to do with Olympiacos. It's he should have been sold probably last summer or the season before, after coming back from Saint Etienne, uh, because I think he was kind of focused on the World Cup with Senegal because it represents so much for him after after winning the African Cup and. I don't know, probably it affects the, the way he played. Also, the, the personal loss he has to face too was a, a turning point, I guess, in his season. So to me, it's a sell, but I would say it's a sad sell because uh, it, it is the kind of people like Madi Kamara. I would be, I would be sad to see players like that leave the club because they showed 
Uh, like I mean, th th there is not many players that came to Olympiacos uh, without being known from Olympiacos fan. Like Camara and Cisse, they came from second division and they made made it step by step. Um, uh, he had an amazing journey with Olympiacos, but he, it's time for sale to me. And I think we can have a good price, not as big as before, but maybe six, seven million. Or maybe more if you do a nice World Cup. Well, I mean, having a, a nice World Cup. Sadio Mane is out of the Senegal team. He's not going to be in the World Cup due to a leg injury. So can Senegal make it far without him? Uh, well, big ask. Uh, so I, I'm not too sure if he could actually you know, make a huge presence in the World Cup. But, you know, maybe three matches could be enough. In my opinion, I see everything you say, Martial. I completely understand everything you say. The guy is 27 years old. He needs to be sold. Uh, but not now. Because Olympiacos are going to need him in the centre-back position after we already agreed that Ba should be sold. And after that, you got Papastathopoulos, you got Doi, you got Cisse, who else you got at centre-back? So you're going to need him for the end of the season. Apparently, Olympiacos want to bring another centre-back in. There were uh, Apparently, they wanted to bring Denayer after Manolas left. But uh, the, the January transfer window, really tough to get exactly what you want. I'd say keep him until the end of the season, but then absolutely sell him because... If you don't sell him now when he's 27, my God, you're not going to sell him for a good price after that, in my opinion. So, in my opinion, it's a keep. It's a keep until the summer. Well, I agree with you. Uh, Rezos. There's Rezos as well. Sorry. I agree with you, but if I had to choose between Cisse and Ba, uh, someone that has to stay, I would, I would keep Ba because you, you can't keep Cisse if he's not the first, the the first or the second choice of the defense, CC is not to be on, is not to be benched, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not saying he has to play every game for Olympiacos, but it kind of creates something different when CC is not played compared to Ba, uh, and Ba is not at the World Cup, so he can make the pre he can make the the second preseason with the club if he recovers from his injury. So. CC has, has more value anyway, so probably we'll, we will cash on CC rather than on Ba. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, this, is, this is a peculiar situation. And, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure we agree that by the summer he needs to be sold because uh, Olympiacos need the money. Uh, and, guys, let's keep it nice on the comments section. Let's, con let's concentrate on the, uh, the task at hand here. This is a very serious situation for Olympiacos. Let's be nice to one another. So, Pierre Kunde, another World Cup player playing for Cameroon. There's someone that hopefully could maybe turn a few heads, help Olympiacos' situation a bit. Uh, well, not hot, not cold, really, with this guy. I mean, 13 matches, 968 minutes played across all competitions, zero goals, zero assists, 82.7% pass accuracy, 12 shots, 31 passes to the penalty area, and nine smart passes. Well, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a tricky one. What do you think, Martial? I would tell. I would say I would sell him because uh, I have to recognize that the the, the the ability he has that I love the most is the shooting skill he has from outside the box. It is it's something uh, that it, it, sometimes it reminds me about Kamara that uh, Madi Kamara I speak uh, with the ability of powerful shots that goes tr sometimes straight to the post unfortunately but apart of that 
I would I would let him go because uh, he never came, he never showed to at least to me that he could be a starter for Olympiacos given the quality we have already in the midfield and also I just saw that when I I was to this game in not the first game and when you have when you go when you go to the stadium the the advantage you have is that you can see from uh, different angles and in that game I just realized that the the passing skill of Kunde is not good enough to play for Olympiacos if we want to have some ambitions in Europe. When you compare this to Envila, when you compare this to in Bayern, and I would sell him because I think it's time for us to make room for other players. And uh, on those players, I will include, for example, uh, Dabo from the B team, which is a really interesting prospect, also a left-footed player. And... Uh, as you said also, I'm not hot, not cold about Kunde. So when you are not hot and you're cold, you, it's time to sell. Because we need money. We need to... Uh, I, I, when I say we, we need money, it's not we just pray for money. But the club always need money. And it's just... He, he's not a starter. He's not uh, important when he came in. So I think it's time to go, as someone would say. I think you made some really good points. I would just say keep him until the end of the season because Olympiacos need midfielders. They need like number eights. Uh, and uh, I like, yeah, he's not too good, not too bad. But at the end of the day, I think because Olympiacos need midfielders and there's no way in hell they're going to manage to get another one, I'd say keep him until the end of the season because, I mean, Olympiacos need all hands on deck to uh, finish at least second. I mean, that first, first place sounds like too much of a task right now. It's quite an, an uphill battle. I'd say keep him. But at the end, at the end of the season, well, that's a completely different story. I'd say keep, but 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 only until the end of the season. Yeah. So moving on, my dear friend, and uh, we only have three more left. Uh, that's Thanasis Andrutsos uh, right now that we have. Uh, well, there's another player that wasn't even supposed to be part of the team uh, because Pedro Martins uh, had him trained on his own. He cut him from the squad, but then Corberan and uh, Mitzel brought him back. Three matches, 225 minutes played across all competitions. There's one goal, zero assists, 91.1% pass accuracy. We saw a lot more lie. Uh, the, the right... We saw a lot more uh, a lot more life down the right at right back when he was playing against Nantes. Uh, he was more. He was well up for it. Uh, a lot more passion, a lot more gusto. What do we think? First of all, when we speak about Andrusos, I have to keep telling how uh, disappointing I uh, disappointing I I am to see him playing as a right back, because I remember I I keep saying that every time I speak about Andrusos, but I remember the game. We won uh, at Osman Lispor uh, in the Europa League, where he was playing as a midfield midfield. That's his natural position. Yes. Yes. He was so good. Like I, I remember him assisting. I think he was. He gave an assist, uh, and I was like, "This guy is really interesting. He has everything I like for a midfielder, like high high IQ, uh, high football IQ, uh, good technique." Uh, not someone that is really physical, but he knows how to play football, I mean. And 
the fact that he got turned into a right back is something that I still can't process until now because I really love this player and I kind of still love Andruchos, but he has to stay at least until the end of the season because he's Greek, we need Greek, we need player from the academy. I we also the celebration he, he, he did after his goal in, Liva, in Livadia, how much it matters to him to score for Olympiacos. I mean, okay, it is those are not uh, football related uh, characteristics, but at the end of it, it matters because uh, he won't probably uh, more than other players to to um, bring back Olympiacos uh, to where it belongs. And if he has to play as a right back, he will do it as a right back. If he has to not play and play with the B team or to play in the cup, he won't complain. He won't create problem. He will he will work uh, every day as much as he can. And this is the kind of player we need. I'm not saying we should keep him, keep him after this season, but uh, I mean, we kind of ruined his career by turning him into a right back. So the, the, we owe him the fact to stay at the end until the end of the season. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, there's a player who's actually a midfielder and has been playing as a fullback because of Pedro Martins. Uh, like we said, I mean, Versalico has to go. That means Olympiacos need options at right back. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's imperative that he stays until the end of the season at least. Like I said, there's passion in him. There's the mentality that he wants to succeed at Olympiacos. You were absolutely right with that celebration. Yeah, it's not football related, but there's there's the passion. There's the mentality. There's the character. How much of that has Olympi- have Olympiacos been lacking in the last uh, in the last few years? Absolutely keep him until the end of the season. Sort it out later on. Uh, number 10, Agibu Kamara. Well, there's somebody who we all thought was a gem. Had an amazing debut season up until the Copa Africa when he left for Guinea. Came back and he was tired. He was a completely different man. 10 matches, 514 minutes played across all competitions. One goal, zero assists. 91.4% pass accuracy. Five shots. Two passes to the penalty area. And two big scoring chances. Martial, my friend, what do you think? I think I will surprise a lot of people, but I would keep Agibu Kamara at all costs. Uh, well, no, that would be the ideal solution because, as you said, I truly believe that is a gem if this word means something. The, the issue is always related to Martins because. He played him out of position so many times. And just remember the game. I, I, I just I think it was in, in, in Ofi. Uh, I think he was playing uh, as a starter in Ofi. I can't remember the game he played in. Uh, and he has to play to play as an eight. He is an eight. He, he, he steals the ball. He tackles. And the issue is that he just can't create from that yet. And what worries me about Agibu is the way the club handled that because it was his first pro season, a season, the first professional season he was doing. And remember the game he did uh, in Fenerbahce away. Just look back at this game and look Agibu's game that night. This guy, he has everything to shine at Olympiacos. And somehow we turn in, turning 
turned him from a starter to some, someone that has to, to be outside of the group. And it makes no sense. So the solution would have been alone this summer because a, a normal uh, sports director would have figured that he, he wouldn't have any game time this season. So probably alone would be the solution right now. But uh, I, I don't know what to say. Since Kazami has came uh, in the summer, it makes no sense to keep Agibu, but Look at Michel. I think Michel rates Agibu, and I'm not sure Michel would get rid of Agibu because he's still in the group. He came, he came in from time to time, so I'm not sure he's going he's gonna to leave. Let's see. Yeah, I agree with you. I think a loan would be the best solution probably now with Kasami coming back. Uh, there's a player that I'm not giving up on. Like you said, he's been playing out of position. He played as a winger. He played as a number 10. Yeah. Uh, He's a number eight, guys. That's what he is. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving up on him. I think that he is an amazing Me talent. Neither. I mean, he showed some incredible quality when he joined up with, against Fenerbahce, against Dyke, against so many opponents before the Copa Africa. Loan him out. Maybe loan him out right now. Let him, you know, find himself, find his confidence, find some experience, get some minutes, and and with a good summer afterwards, I think he could return. I think he'd come back as a proper player. Definitely yeah. loan for me. Definitely, yeah, don't, yeah. definitely not sell. Absolutely not. Don't sell this player. And we go to a last player on the list. That is none other than Josh Bowler. Uh, an interesting uh, situation here. Seven matches, 306 minutes played, zero goals, zero assists, 76.1% pass accuracy, five shots, seven pass to the penalty area. Well, he's on loan, so selling is uh, out of the question. You can't loan him either. Do we keep him, Marcial? Uh, it's difficult to say. The thing is that he already played for two clubs this season. So I'm expecting him to stay or to go back to Blackpool, maybe. But I think it's for the winger's spot. I, 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 we should keep Baller because I'm not a, a good, a huge fan of, of him, but I think at least he 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 sees what Olympiacos can bring to him as a player. I mean, if he shines at Olympiacos, obviously he can reach a level that he could not reach probably while staying in the championship. And after the after what he did in Nantes, the the last game we played in Europe. Uh, I was expecting Mitchell to give him more time in in the three games we had to play until the break. So probably Mitchell not using bowler gives a hint about his future. But we also need winger. We also need wingers for the second part of the season. And we can't get rid of 20 players at a time and bring 20 new players. So probably bowler has to, to stay if I had to keep someone between Bowler, LR, uh, Bowler, De La Fuente, and Rodriguez, it should be Bowler because, well, De La Fuente is already gone. But between Bowler and Rodriguez, I have to say I would keep Bowler because I'm curious to see what he can bring to this team. Like something different. We barely see him play. Like We can see the number on the graph, like uh, three, 300 minutes 
is nothing, man. It's difficult to 306. judge. 306, yeah, it's 306 yeah. minutes. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the winger position continues to be a pain in the ass right now. Uh, there's no point letting him go because there's zero quality unless Olympiakos can bring someone, which is sounds quite unlikely right now. Keep him until the end of the season. It's a loan anyway. Uh, uh, but give him minutes. God damn it. Give, it, give the guy minutes. Gary Rodriguez is not better than him. Gary Rodriguez no. has been such a disappointment. Yes, he has pace. Yes, he has a, an explosiveness in him. But every single shot and cross and pass is blocked by opposing defenders. Bowler was so good against Nantes. There is definitely raw talent in him. Uh, I also I always have a, a soft spot for English players as well because they come from some uh, really hard academies, school of hard knocks. Uh, I'd keep Bowler. Definitely keep Bowler. I mean, it's, an, it's a loan anyways. So, yeah, give the kid another chance. Uh, Marcial, this is all we have. Uh, before we... we I, oh, yeah, I, go for it, pal. You, you, uh, about the winger position, I promised promise myself to, to say it on the show that even if we didn't like him, I think Rangelovic is missing to this team. I have to say, I'm, and I'm not joking when I say that because I say I say that this summer when I saw De La Fuente coming to Olympiacos. De La Fuente was a player I saw play in France the, the, the past season, and I, I also saw. Rangelovic play for Olympiacos this season. Uh, the game against Ionicos, for example, of course, that not a game that matters that much at the end of it. But the way he's able to create situation uh, from the the right side is something we are we we are still looking for at the moment. And the fact that we can't even replace someone like Rangelovic which is doing well in Russia, as someone mm -hmm. say in the comment, is, is something that worries me because if we are not able to replace someone that Rangelovic, I'm worried about the players we are going to, to after uh, in this uh, winter market. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that because I, a lot of people were, were, uh, do, were very harsh about uh, Rangelovic, and I was kind of uh, pissed off by him so many times, the fact that he couldn't assist, couldn't score sometimes easy goals, but I think he has something we should have uh, exp explored more. I agree with you. Rangelovic, in my opinion, is a player that shouldn't be given, no one should give up on. I mean, there's so much raw talent, speed, explosiveness. Uh, I think he's a confidence-based player as well. Like, yeah. I don't think he had the confidence this season because he didn't. He thought that he's not part of. He's not a, a certain part of the team. Uh, he felt like his position was in uh, was at risk, and I think that showed on the pitch. Yeah, absolutely, Radzelov. It's a player that Olympiakos shouldn't give up on. Yeah. Before we finish, I mean, there are three players I'd like to go through. Uh, that's Jolakis, Bukhalakis, and Fortunis. Bukhalakis, you keep him because you need options in midfield. He's not everyone's favorite player, but at times he does offer. Um, he does keep. He does keep the line together. He helps with the smart passes. He sell, helps with the passing. He finds spaces. He helps with the tactics. I, I feel like Bukhalakis should definitely stay until the end of the season. Definitely don't let him go in January, mid-season. Zolakis, a player Olympiakos should loan. 
because Olympiacos are full in the goalkeeper's position. Vatslik will be coming back soon. There's Pascal Laikis. There's also Christensen, you know, in case, you know, you know, in case, uh, break glass if you need him. I feel like Zolaikis has incredible talent, but he doesn't have the character. He doesn't have the mentality yet. I feel like a lone stint in a country like the Netherlands for one and a half season could do him wonders, like it did for Tsimikas. Absolutely loan him out this uh, in January. One and a half season loan, one and a half season loan, where you know he's going to play or he has a very good chance of being a starter. Absolutely loan him out. Fortunis, guys. Fortunis, in my opinion, he gave he gave it all he could. He had two horrible injuries at Olympiacos. An incredible player who could have become even more even more even greater if he wanted to play abroad. He didn't want to play abroad. He had the Grigoris Yorgato syndrome. That didn't allow him to go and play for uh, play abroad. If Jorgatos was cool playing abroad, he'd be one of the greatest fullbacks in the history of the Serie A. If Fortunis played abroad, I think he could have had a lot of success. Right now, it's like living with your ex. You're living with your ex in the same place. Time to cut the cord. You should be sold. Yeah, uh, yeah, and. Uh... About Buhalakis, it's diff- I, I mean, it's difficult because the obvious thing would be for him to, to do, for example, what Bacasetas did uh, when he left uh, Aik to go to Turkey because you, you could see that he was not going anywhere uh, by staying at Aik. Uh, but it also applies to players like Corbelis or Montalos. Sometimes, you know, when they reached uh, a level... Uh, on those Greek clubs, they probably need to leave to uh, to keep improving. And Buchalakis has improved so much with Martins. Uh, I mean, before that, it was just a, a, a sub that came in, in in some games and he turned into a captain of Olympiacos. But I, but at some point, I, at, at the same times, I, I see it difficult for the club to sell Buchalakis right now because you need. You need Greek players on the on the squad. You need uh, a balance in the locker room. So if Buchalakis leaves, you have to replace him by a Greek player. And how many Greek players that c- can play in the midfield like that? Uh, if 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 you have to replace someone like that by a Greek player, it means that you the the, the choice you will make is not based on football. It's based on nationality, and I think it ends poorly. Most of time, and the same applies for Masuras because Buchalakis and Masuras are players that need to be sold by Olympiacos because they can't offer uh, more than they already offered uh, in the past season. So it's a difficult situation, but at the same time, Buchalakis has not as not many chance to play because even Samaseku is way better and is on the bench. So. Well, the game time of Halakis will be very small in the second part of the season. And on Solakis, I totally agree with you. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that the club didn't loan him already because a goalkeeper needs to play to improve. That's that's basic, basic mm-hmm. uh, football management. And mm-hmm. probably in the Netherlands, but I wouldn't mind if he was loaned to a Greek club for one season or even for six months, as long as, long as he can play. Uh, Somewhere, even his second division of Netherlands, I would be okay for that. And mm-hmm. on Fortunis, also, I totally agree with you. Uh, I don't have any hope with Fortunis. I don't have, I mean, 
even if he came in for a few minutes against Ike, you, you can just you you can see easily that a player that have had two injuries like that on his knees is so different. It's not the same player, it's not the same guy, it's not the same player. He went through difficult times, even with his contract at the end. He's not coming back. He's, there is no comeback for Fortunis at Olympiacos. We have no time for him to come back. He has too many pressure on him when he came in. And for example, when he came in against Ike, the game was 1 uh, 1. And I think pretty much every person was expecting or wanting him to score the winning, the winning goal. And it, 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 it keeps creating pressure on Fortunis. And as you say, with the X comparison, like it's, it has to, to end because it's, it damages the club, but also it damages the players. And we don't want Fortunis to suffer anymore after his two terrible injuries. So I hope he will find somewhere to play. Absolutely, absolutely. Guys, um, we're well past the, past the hour mark. Uh, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, let's help this uh, channel grow. We are a team of six people, of uh, no, five people. We got Marcial, Marcial Debo, we got Costa Levoyani, Labrosirmo, Aris Bulubasis, myself, Costas Lianos, last but certainly not least. Uh, this, uh, and we're going to be bringing you some exclusive interviews real soon, some exclusive content. Uh, we're going to be bringing you a lot of stats. We're going to be watching the World Cup. We're going to be looking at our players. And guys, it's going to be a crazy season coming up, some crazy playoffs. So absolutely keep an eye on us as we reach, uh, as, we, uh, as we slowly but steadily uh, uh, keep on going in this crazy, crazy season for Olympiacos. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Really, really sorry about the connectivity issues we had earlier. Uh, as you can see, we fixed it. Thankfully, uh, no other adventures with that, no other, hic no other hiccups along the way. Marcial, do you have anything, uh, any final thoughts for our wonderful, wonderful audience? Uh, well, uh, thanks for being here because it's very nice and weird at the same time to see so many Olympiacos fans connected by the podcast from every place in the world. So it's always new to me and uh, I'm pleased to see so many people coming into the podcast and comment and give comments because... Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm not alone to think that. Or sometimes I, I see the, a comment and I say, oh, no, I disagree. I strongly disagree with this comment. But this is what I like on the, on, about this, the podcast is facing very different, different views. Um, that's the good part of Internet, in my opinion. Absolutely. And yes, Hussein, you're absolutely right. Uh, you're the fifth and most valuable uh, and most valuable. Uh, we're more than five. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you're the sixth and most valuable member of the group. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever the hell you're watching us from. Stay tuned for, uh, for more exclusive content. But for now, take it easy. Got the